Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T-52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. All right, boys, let's talk about our presenting sponsor, Fabrica 5. Oh, yeah. It's a handcrafted and artisan story with the strong foundation of Rob Isla from Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame with Hamlet Paredes, Master Blender, and Cuban Cigar Legend. Love you, Rob. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners, they can get 10% off Con Anazo 5-packs and 25-count bundles starting right now. Using code LIZARDN6. That's coupon code LIZARDN6. What is Carlos Anzo says it? <laughs> <laughs> you can get worldwide free shipping as well on all orders over $125 US. The website is Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. That's right. The more you buy, the more you save. Exactly. And it's important to note, boys, the Cononazzo is the same size. Siglo 6. Siglo 6. Can't wait exactly, to try it. From Cohibo. Oh, yeah. These cigars are crafted and refined by feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the FOH community, and customers. That's How hard-nosed you. were you on that tasting yeah. panel? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty hard-nosed. You know, you are an elite insider. <laughs> Right. Did, did you retrohale? I just want to make sure you did. You can literally jump on the FOH forum right now and post detailed reviews that go straight to the powers that be. And you can tell Gizmo every <laughs> note that you got that he didn't Correct. from the retrohale. And Gizmo likes to get calls at 2 a.m. in bed. <laughs> Be part- <laughs> Become part of the FOH community today. Fabrica 5 is direct from the farm in Honduras to your hand, and they ship out of Miami, so there's no customs nightmare, which is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Pagoda, you're safe. (laughs) Fair enough, you know. (laughs) Again, use code LIZARDN6, all one word, no space, for 10% off Cononazzo, five packs, and 25-count bundles starting right now at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. Free shipping on orders over $125 U.S. Must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Pooba, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, a full house of lizards. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 64th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cuban cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We review the history of the Anahados line, we debate the value of our scotch pairing, and we discuss my first ever box seizure, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair 15-year-aged Macallan single malt scotch with the Partagas Coronas Gordas on a hot house. A 15-year-aged Grand Corona from Cuba tonight, boys, on the pod, the Partagas Coronas Gordas Anahados. Very nice-looking stick, huh? Añejados. Oh, yes. It's nice to see a, uh, a Cuban box press. It is. <laughs> it's custom. Semi-box press. Yeah. Soft. 
Yeah, so this is a really interesting cigar. I have a lot of kind of little anecdotes I want to talk to you guys about with it that I find interesting. I mean, the whole Anahados line is just confusing and weird in general. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess first, let's cut this thing, boys. See, we're getting on the cold draw on the wrapper. Just gave me chills. So Let's cut this thing, boys. <laughs> so this is a 46 ring gauge cigar by 5 and 3 eighths inches. Again, from Cuba. Pretty nice on a cold draw. So this, I, I did a little data scrubbing. This is the seventh Partagas that we've smoked on this podcast. Ooh, okay. Ready to hear them? We did the Maduro one. We did the Partagas short. We did the D4 for last New Year's Eve. We did the Colebras, we did the Partagas P2 in the Battle of the Pyramids, and we did the Lusitania with Rob Isla a few weeks ago. Nice. So, um, yeah, this is our seventh Partagas on the pod. So this is definitely, I was surprised to see, I, I kind of forgot a couple of them. I thought it would maybe be like four or five, but I was definitely surprised that it was, uh, that it was seven. How's the draw, guys? Nice. Mine's wide open. Yeah. Mine is plugged as fuck. Oh, boy. Does anyone have a perfect draw? I do, yeah. Oh, that stinks. So what are you guys getting on the cold draw? Fig and vanilla. Yeah, it's very nice. Absolutely. I'm getting a lot of cedar on the wrapper, but I'm... I'm getting fruit notes like uh, poop. A little sweet. Yeah. Honestly, the cold draw, this is one of the most flavorful cold draws I can remember. Dude, it's setting up to be a good cigar. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I'm smoking it already. I haven't even lit it. it, it, It's a lot of flavor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Honestly, the other no—I mean, the other Anahata that I've had is the Noella H. Upman. That's flavorful, but nothing like this. But it, from it's from, not, from, not from that's Noella. not an Anahata. It's not. No, it's not called a Noella. Oh, I keep forgetting that. It's the yeah. H. Upman on it. Yeah, the, the, but the, this has a way different cold draw than a typical uh, Partagas that has kind of those baking spice and and cinnamon flavor kind of things going on. I agree. Mm. It's funny you should say that because there's some questions about how this cigar started its origin which is kind of the case with most of the anahato cigars but this is this has a weird backstory that we're going to get into awesome are you going to tell us this is fake (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got these from monte fortuna a couple weeks ago (laughs) enjoy them boys they were 10 bucks a piece let's light this thing boys the partagas corona scorda anahato from Cuba, so this box was released in 2016, uh, but it has a box date of MAS December 07. So it's a little over 15 years old, which obviously is the whole thing about the Anahados line is that these cigars are released. This is phenomenal. This is so good. Sorry, should I not? Wow. Wow. Strong start. Yeah, but wow. the, but but it's delicious. Wow. No, I mean strong as in good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not strong as in so many like bacon, that is bacon cookie, I, malty, like kind of earthy, a little. Wow. So that the graham cracker is coming through. Sorry, I'm just freeballing it here. No, no you're I, right. I, mean, I think the graham cracker is spot on. I'm getting honestly Don Carlo shark like flavor. Yeah, that's not that's not wrong. Yeah, the aroma is fucking unbelievable. This is the really aroma on this cigar. I just have to say, look, I, I'm sorry. The Anahados line gets shit on all the time, 
I have always thought for very good reason. The only Anahatos I've had that's really spectacular is the Upman Anahatos. Which is amazing. Incredible. We all love that cigar. This is really good. I mean, I wouldn't give this a shot. I mean, I, I, I think we've said this on other podcasts, on other episodes. Partagas can do no wrong. I think this is already showing exactly that. But now I'm regretting that I, there's like this black mark on the Anahatos line as if they're all, there's something wrong with them. This is spectacular. So, so take it, take <laughs> it now and, and just, just retrohale it yeah. through the nose and you get well, the, you get the, the you, baking so you're spice. getting the floral. You get, well, so now so take many. it, so take it now. So well, all those things you said are true. Now blow it through your nose and it's so floral. It's amazing. It's amazing. Am I, wrong? I get baking no, spice and a little floral. Yeah. You could taste the, you could taste so nice. how age has just baked it perfectly. Yep. It's like all the flavors baked together brilliantly. I run the risk of of smoking this too fast. Yeah, don't do that. Fun. Don't do that. Oh so Gizmo. Yes. Yo, dude, it's like it's like almost like lavender through the nose. Oh my god, he's it's, right. It's yeah. Am I crazy? No, no. it's very, very no. floral. It's it definitely very, has a very floral. But thing. like not overpowering floral like you'd get like with like an MDO four, right? Where it's like so floral, it's almost like perf- there's almost a not perfumey thing, but Pulpery. it's it's it's, it's very floral. Yeah, it's not overpowering, but my goodness, but this is where I mean, Puba said earlier, it, these are not traditional Partagas notes. No, no, which it's amazing to me the range that they're able to achieve out of their line. I mean, if you if we did this blind. And you made us guess what Cuban brand this is. I don't think I anyone would to. say Partagas to yeah. start. It's yep. funny you I say don't know that. What I'd say, there's which is lot. impressive for them to be able to pull this off. There's I'm a lot. Of, I might say Upman. It's it's to me it's like a combination of an aged LGC and an Upman. Mm. I agree with that. Yeah, because it has that floral. It has the floral from the LGC line, and it has like the graham cracker and the baking spices from the Upman line, kind of yeah. put together and with. 15 years of age on this, it's kind of like that's, really balanced and mellowed out the flavor. Exactly. It's crazy. It yeah. Crazy. So what's interesting about this whole Anahatos line and Rob, who we had on a few weeks ago from FOH, he's a big critic of, of, of the Anahatos line as a lot of folks on the internet as Senator was alluding to. Cause, and there's two, there's two kind of grudge camps. There's a grudge camp in flavor and performance, which is certainly that's, you know, to one's palate, whatever. And then there's a grudge camp that lives in the confusion and lack of transparency with the pricing, original pricing when they release the line, what's actually in this tobacco, why, let's say, they have an Anahato Romeo Churchill, which is a regular production cigar, and this has never been a regular production cigar. The only other time that this cigar has appeared in Partagas's line as a size was as, as an EL, which was the Siri one number three, I think, was the additional ad- limitata. That's yeah. the same size as this. But yeah. th- there's never been a Grand Corona from Partagas in regular production, at least in the last 20 years since Habanos has been Are you right? talking about the Series C? No, I think it was Series one number three. Series one. Okay. I think it was a three or something. I don't remember. Uh, it's an EL from like 2011 yeah. or something. But, um, but, but, but the point you're trying to make is that there's like, there's some mystery behind, well, what? What 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 leaf is actually in this? And that's exactly and it. Because it kind of doesn't. 
It doesn't have classic Partagas. It doesn't kind of have classic Partagas. Now, the, but the, it makes you wonder though: is it is it not classic Partagas just because of this age? Because we've smoked for some pretty well aged Partagas. But Colebra still different. had the DNA. Yeah, it did. did. Of, <laughs> of no, Partagas. This is intentionally different. Yeah. But here's the yeah. question: now, going back to the comment about Anahos, the grudge camp where there's a lack of transparency. The argument that a lot of folks make is that these cigars sat around and aged for however long that they did before they released nine years, right? So they, again, this is a late 07 box date of these cigars being rolled. Released in 16, we're smoking them in 22, okay? So that's the timeline of this cigar's life. The thing is, is that the assumption is that these cigars are not banded or boxed until 2016. So it's not like they rolled these in 2007, apparently, and put these bands on them and let them sit as a part of sitting in a warehouse, 5,000 boxes or however many, 10,000 boxes, and then they release it. The argument is like, who knows what Marcus tobacco is in this? Who knows what blends are in this? It may have had nothing to do with Partagas until they decided, you know what? We need a Partagas on a hotto. Let's throw a band so on it. You're saying and they had these it. like Polones just aging somewhere in the corner of a warehouse. That's what... That's the whole idea of Anahato is that they're aged, but they don't give you very specific things. And the fact that the Romeo, for example, is a regular production cigar that aged and then they released it as an Anahatos, and there's other cigars that they've done that with, and this has never appeared in regular production, I makes mean, me think. I mean, there are New World sticks that do very similar things. I mean, I think the Davidoff line, you think of so many times we talk about these like limited editions that they have, or even the Dominicana that we reviewed, it's got a 2014 band on the foot of it what does why, that mean why would they yeah. what is that it's not part of any regular davidoff line that they've just had sitting there since 2014 aging and they just all of a sudden banned it i just feel like this kind of thing happens and there's this weird mysterious process and intrigue but when it works it works i mean for the dominicana it worked and this, so far this really right, works I'm, well. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little confused so are you saying these cigars were rolled in 2009 and they 2007 7 and they let them sit and they let them sit and, and then age. they decided whether it's going to be a partagas or that's the else? that's the thing that we don't have a definite answer mm -hmm. on. We don't know when the the actual partagas label that we're looking at. So there's two bands on the cigar. There's a partagas classic partagas band and there's the Anahatos band. We don't know when they put that partagas band mm -hmm. on this cigar. Was it put on this cigar when it was rolled in 2007? Or was it put on when they boxed it in 2016? That's the question. But why does that matter? I mean, it, it has to be Partagas tobacco, obviously. It doesn't. That's the point. We how? don't know that. Yeah, that's, how, that's how would Partagas ever dare sell a cigar that's not their own tobacco? That's true. Because they have these t factories that are making different markers across the Habanos catalog, as they say, right? So if it's in factory. Well, MAS, I mean, MAS just, is a Partagas factory code. I don't know. But let, let me just be clear, right? If, there's a, if this is at all possible that... You look at a band on a Cuban cigar and it says Partagas or Upman or LGC or whatever it says, and we are not certain that it's actually their tobacco. I mean, it, it erodes brands, period. Well, no. Like when I pick up a Partagas, I know it's Partagas tobacco and what to expect. When I pick up an Upman, I know the same thing. If I'm hearing that it's possible that this is someone else's tobacco. Well, someone else. It, everything is Habanos. Their, it's like saying that Mountain Dew is not Pepsi, which is not. It, it's like the, it, Habanos is Habanos. So they do but whatever Habanos they want. The blenders, these brands. I mean, they, sure. they don't manufacture the cigars, right? I mean, that's the whole point of the brand is they manufacture, they grow it, and they they produce it, they manufacture it. Yep. If that's not true, then 
the whole the brands mean nothing. Then they don't even exist. So that I'm just there's I think, like a real existential just, crisis if this is true. And and that's where and this is where the grudge camp of Anahato's line comes out of the transparency of how this was all put together. Mm-hmm. I I mean Rob himself on his forum. Uh, sometime last year, I was reading a thread about it. Called this one of the biggest failures that Habanos has ever well, had. There's a, is there's, that, is there that, is a lot of information online that's backing up what he's saying, but how do you corroborate that? Well, you don't. Here, here's that's the, the that's the beauty so, of Habanos. Yeah. There's been well, the beauty and the mystery, right? Well, here's the thing. I, I think that there's been some disappointment um, with certain Anahato releases. Um, just because they just don't live up to the price and they don't live up to the hype, which creates, you know, you're like, okay, this cigar is supposed to be, what is it, five years of age on minimum it? Minimum five, five but this right? one had nine. This Right, Yeah. whatever the case may be, right? So <clears throat> as time goes on, and, and there's been some disappointing um, Anahatas for banded cigars, which just leads to all, I think, all of this kind of speculation that, that, that you're starting to hear in, in, in forums and whatnot. I mean, I think the, I, I think for us, practically speaking, you know, this, um, does it, if, if this was a blind tasting, would I pin this? That's exactly as, the point as yeah. a partigas. No, no way. And right. Senator opened no the whole thing. I with mean, this. no way I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to pin. I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess it. I mean, I don't know what I would guess, mm-hmm. but it would be tough. Because it's really unique. I don't know if I would put it as like a, like a Cuban. Oh, I would put. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely I'd, getting oh, Cuban. I, I, yeah. I get Cuban all the time. Someone H, someone H said Cuban. a shark before, and I was like, that kind of resonated. Mm-hmm. With yeah, me. I mean, it does. I, resonate, this is Cuban yeah. tobacco. I would say a Cuban, or if if someone tried to lie and tell me it's a New World, my one guess would be the Don Carlos Shark, even yeah. though this the Vitola would give I knew, it away. I, right. And Anahato <laughs> yeah, uh, Don Carlos from Cartofuera. No, I mean it's listen. It's definitely a Cuban tobacco. It tastes like it to me. The mu- the muskiness of the no, age no. is is very in line with you know that's it's not. A question. I, I'm just going to take a stand in this debate and say because I I can't accept that there's a possibility that there are brands banding Cuban cigars where it's not actually their tobacco. I can't accept. I mean, if that's the case, I like that shatters Cuban cigars for me. Just period. <laughs> so I, mean, um, I think we'll get over it. So I, mean, I, I, I don't subscribe to that. I I do like what Puba has said is what I have read. The complaints I've seen online overwhelmingly are that so many different cigars in the Anahatos line are have not lived up nope. to the hype. They've disappointed in flavor, in performance. The price point's ridiculous on a lot of them, and so it's got to meet a high bar, and it doesn't come close. I think what we found, I agree, and I think what we found in in our personal experience with with these is that actually when you pick up a, an and on a hottest box that actually has age on it, the ones that we have picked up, like the Upman, um, yeah, the twenty eleven, yeah, yeah. twenty eleven, and the twenty eleven, like and how luxurious that and and, and beautiful and yeah, it's and complex that cigar is. You're kind of getting a similar experience here. So you know, time, time. I'm not sure if I would put this above that cigar though. Oh, oh, um, I don't this know is pretty that. damn good I'm right so now. Man. I'm, I'm, I would. Every I, up and Anahato that I've had uh, has been such I, I, a... Unless the jury's still out on that, my friend. I agree. Okay. But I, I also just want to say one thing. Look, there's obviously a lot of hate around the Anahato's line, and I'm sure it's deserving, but I'm just noticing a clear trend here. We've had the Upman Anahato's, and we love it. And this Partagas Anahato's is off to a really, really good start. These are two Cuban brands that we love. Mm-hmm. 
And so I'm not I'm not surprised. Like I, I'm actually frustrated that I gave in to some of this online because I find it hard to believe that either of those two brands I revere so much would put out a really shitty product. Do I believe that the Romeo Anahatos line sucks? Yeah, because their standard production sucks. That's, that's true. Do I think that some of the other brands would fall short? Yes, because I think for a lot of the other brands, some of their cigars are excellent and others I'm not really a huge fan of, but I've yet to have an Upman or a Partagas that I don't like, truly. Yeah, but going back to the point that Habanos has the tobacco aging and then the roll of cigar... And then they decide whether it's going to be an Anejado or a Partagas or something. We don't other. know that. That's you know, what that's, people are that saying. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. No. You can't put an EL on a on a cigar after you roll it and you smoke it. And like, oh, wait a minute. We could release this as an EL. No. And then there needs to be a preconceived notion in right? the way they make it. Yeah, I don't yeah. buy that. Agreed. So I think this had to be, a, it had to be rolled in the Partagas factory, aged in their warehouse or wherever they aged them. And then they put the... Uh, the banner, but I, I mean, listen, maybe it's New Year, New Lizards, but you guys are giving Habanos and Cuba Tobacco more credit than I've ever heard you know, on this for podcast. For me, this is just the brands. I, I, mean, I, I just, I think these all stand for something. We tell the brand history. I just have a really hard time imagining that any of these brands would ever be in a situation where they're putting a, their band on something that they didn't grow in. A quick question. I, I just don't buy it. Yep. Quick question. How much are these? So, well, they're very hard to find now. Uh, when you do find them, I got them. Actually, we got these from our friend in California, O. Mm-hmm. Um, per, per stick, what are they? Uh, we paid uh, we paid around 20 25 bucks. Oh, it's not that's bad. Yeah, they're very price, reasonable yeah. from O. That, but that's O price. That's We're, not what you're going to pay on Bond Roberts Can if you they re- pop up. I've got the Up and Anahados. I just don't remember how much they are. And up and Anahados were, were around like, when we bought them, yeah. they were about five fifty a box. Yeah, I, paid, five, I paid more. Maybe I six saw, six fifty. Yeah. yeah, I think I paid over I, 600 for the two boxes I that I have. I got a very good deal. I paid less than Yeah, I paid anything. around yeah. five four ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. I paid got, four something. But I've got multiple boxes. I will tell you, it's worth every yeah. dollar. Those that those boxes are worth every dollar yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Let's quickly, I kind of want to get back to this because I'm really enjoying the Flavor. I just want to quickly run through all the Anahados that have been released by Habanos. I was just going to ask that. Um, yeah. So we'll start. We're going to go in alphabetical order of Marca. So Upman, as we've discussed, released the uh, Robustos in 20, uh, 2016. Hoyo de Monterey uh, released the Hermosas number four. Dan, Cigar Salute, would love that cigar in 2015. Monte Cristo had two Anahados releases. They had Churchill's, which is interesting, uh, and Monte Cristo Tubos. Churchill's in 14, and the Monte Cristo Tubos are coming out in 21, uh, which means we'll probably see them in 24 with the way the uh, Habanos goes. Uh, the Partagas Coronas Gordas, which we're smoking tonight. Two from Romeo, the Churchill's, which Senator mentioned, the 2019 release, and the Pyramides in 2014. And I didn't know this one, boys. Trinidad, Fundadoras, oh Anahados is coming out what? in 2021. It, yeah, it's $120 a stick. More than that, probably. <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to be something that's to look crazy. For. Good luck so strap it. on your boots out there, lizards. There's more coming. I mean, this 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 is not gonna. <laughs> this cigar is gonna play out beautifully. Oh yeah, I, I'd, I'd put I'd bet everything I have in the bank on it. This thing is not gonna end badly in any way. I'll be this I'll is, be honest with is, you, Puma. This is very very. This is one of this is extraordinary in my it opinion. Is. When I pulled this box out. And I put my nose in it when I when I started to dry box the sticks yesterday. I was very nervous because all I got was cedar. It every cigar just smelled 
like cedar. And I'm like, here we go. Maybe they just here we go. Near the Romeo on <laughs> Yeah, it might have been near the Churchill on us. <laughs> but um, this, I would say, cedar's not even a note I'm getting at all. It's no, it's no. an absolute flavor bomb. You know, you don't no, get. There's no rough edge anywhere. No, you don't get the on the on the wrapper when you put it to your nose. You don't get any any sense of flavor until you get a cold draw and then you light it. It's incredible. I just when when Giz said it's a flavor bomb, the thing that's actually surprised me most about this, um, this is medium full in flavor. Yeah, it is. I was just gonna say that it's not light. It's not. No, and the the crazy thing why that surprises me so much is we talked about how floral some of the notes are in this. Most cigars that have floral notes, I don't think ever really touch the full category. They stay firmly planted in medium, which is good. But I do love a full flavored cigar, and I think we talk all the time about how with Cubans, you know, there's there's only a handful that really get into that full category. They're all pretty much medium, and some yeah. are in the mild camp. Some of the Maduros get there, but that's about oh, it. but Maduros that's for about sure. It. But that's, that's about so it. few, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this, as I'm smoking it, I think firmly plants one foot, one leg in the full camp, and the other in the medium. This is. Perfect. It's full, I mean, it's body. It's full body. This yeah. is what There's I a lot would. Of body. If I yeah. could curate a Cuban cigar for myself, this is what I would want to experience. Dude, the, the cinnamon is, is just so. Can off I the say something that thing. may be a little controversial in the room? <laughs> this is reminding me more of any of any other cigar I've smoked from Habanos. This is reminding more of that Vegas Robania Classico thing that we love more than mm. any other Habanos I've ever had. It's touching. It's like touching on some of those flavor notes. In terms of the level of complexity and sophistication, yes. Yeah. But the Vegas Rubania Classicos gives you more cho- more chocolate and, yep. and cocoa, which is a classic cocoa. Vegas, you know, a Rubania uh, flavor note. And this is more floral and fruity. Yeah. I mean, as we're talking about classic flavor notes for these brands, I mean, Bam just said he's getting a lot of cinnamon in this, mm-hmm. and I'm now. I don't know, a quarter inch into this, I'm getting that. And that's classic par- aged Partagas. Yeah. Like yeah. Which D- is the Calebra. Yeah. The D4. And this is now I was about smoking. to say that. Senator, the D4, when it's aged right? 100%. Yeah. Which is why now at this point, if, if the cigar were already smoked this far and I took a, a draw and I had to guess, I would say Partagas. So... I'm no longer like this, this validates for me that I'm sorry. I think it's bullshit. It's a Cuban. Some other brand cigar. He's consulting like, for Habanos. It's a party. This, you know. this is just, this is now smoking like a party. It's a, it's a little reminiscent of the Colabra that we had. You yeah. know, dude, right? I was going to say that. I kept it to myself because I thought you were going to laugh. But <laughs> I, sweeter, but sweeter. I guess the Calabra has it, it those does. floral notes, right? Yes. So the yeah, cal- so that, the Calabra has floral. that floral, yeah. that yeah. floral, yeah. Fr- that fragrant. That, that Calabra had a lot of age on it oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. This now, is straight Partagas right here, exactly where I am in so this. So you're about spot. an inch in, right? Yep. Yeah. I have to say, the spirit that we're pairing with this, the caramel notes I'm getting, it goes pretty nicely, I have to say. I have not taken a sip yet. Very nice. I have been waiting for this moment. So, uh, we uh, we we kind of did. The, I did the math on the cigar. We figured out it was a 15 year age cigar. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Grinder went and picked up 15 year aged McAllen, which we're big McAllen fans in the house. Um, I don't think I've ever had 15 actually. Neither have I. I like you, it. You have 12, 15, 18, have I? And 20. At your place. You know, the last time we had the 15. Do you North, remember? North Rooster remember this. So uh, me, Rooster, and Bam when we went up to uh, Woodstock, Woodstock, New oh, York to oh, the Dylan. Yeah. Right. Uh, we all, this actually, this is a funny story. I we just, collected our scotches. Yeah. So we all, yeah. uh, just some of the lizards and some uh, other 
um, lounge friends of ours. We went up to this hotel in uh, Woodstock, New York. This was around the pandemic time. It's like no one had really gotten out. I remember that was my first like hotel stay during the <laughs> pandemic. And um, we all brought a different bottle of scotch. And the only requirement was it had to be minimum 15 years. That's true. And uh, we had a hell of a night. We did. But uh, one of the bottles was McCallum 15, okay. which we had there. Right. I do like it. What do you What do you think of it, Grinder? I think it's pretty pedestrian. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the double cask. It's not the sherry cask, so that's already a ding. Um, it's good. I yeah. guess pedestrians are too. No, what's too the, I'm getting what's, a bit of poshness as well. What's the price yeah, point? How much is this? 145. Oh, forget it. Yeah. Forget, that that yeah. takes it down I'll, a notch. I'll say this about the, the McAllen 15. I, I have had a... Full disclosure, I hate relationship with this spirit. <laughs> and I love McCallum. Did you say a love hate or just a hate? Oh no, just a hate. Okay. Well, I, that thought, alone, I thought the 15 I just was the one you like. That alone makes when, it a legendary when talk, spirit. When the 12, doesn't it? The 12 no, is no, 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 no. The 12 no. sherry. When we talk, when we talk about the 12 sherry is, is is a plus. We I thought you in comparing the the 12 to like the 18, you'd always say, like, well, 15 I, is great. No, no, no. The 18 I, is I'm too of, much. I hate the 15. I'm absolutely in love with the 12 sherry. And the Aren't 18 is good, but for the price, I would take 12 sherry any day of the week. Yeah. It's like yeah, well, not I, even close for me. We all yeah. agree. So yeah. I think the absence of the sherry in this is just, you know, it's a bit of a letdown for someone it, who drinks as much McCallan as we do or some people. Mm. I mean, so I think it's okay. It's totally a good scotch, it, but, yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's, it's a run-of-the-mill it's a sorry to interrupt. It's a run of the mill scotch to me. It, yeah. it is, but the the thing, not for the price. I'm surprised. So I started by saying I've had a hate relationship with this this spirit. This is drinking sweeter than I ever remembered. McAllen 15, which the sweet notes you usually would get from that sherry, that sherry cask. So I I like some of that. It's honestly almost a little too sweet, but it pairs well with this cigar in the sense that like the cinnamon notes you're getting in the cigar, you're kind of getting a little bit of that here. So it's working better than I would have expected, Um, but I still can't say. I've had mine with some ice. I actually wish... I I, Did anyone try this neat? I'm having a neat. So I'm having it neat. Do you get a bite? Um, There is, yes. Okay. A bit of a bite, but... Whenever I have McAllen 15 neat, I get a bite. When I have McAllen 12 neat, I actually don't get, don't get a 12 bite. sherry. This I don't get much of a bite. This is true. So that's always been the knock I have on this. It's like, I'm sorry. If I'm going to spend now $65, $70 on a bottle of McAllen 12, and it's got no bite, it's got this rich, delicious flavor about it, and now I'm going to spend 140 something price. bucks, where less than get, half, and I'm going to get a bite. Where are you getting it for 65 right now? Because it's like 80. No, it's 69. 69. Bottle close. King. Bottle King. Yeah. Does I the McAllen 15 also come in a sherry? It does, but it's hard to find. Uh, uh, I don't think he heard you. Does it? I'm not. Kidding. I I think it does because I saw it the does, but it's hard online, to find. But I couldn't find it. I've never much. seen. I went to four sherry. I went to four liquor stores tonight. So that that would be interesting. Trying to, to find this that with the oh, Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos, grinder. At least now I know not to buy this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Honestly, if it was honest, if it was cheaper, I would drink this not regularly, but I'd have it occasionally. I don't mind it. This I do, is better I like, than I last had. Yeah, I like the caramel note. I didn't have it with any ice. I think if you had ice, it would probably dilute that, and yeah, you know, wouldn't get it. But 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 
pound, but pound for pound, uh, is this mm-hmm. dollar for dollar? Is yeah. this a better performance? That's always better? my point. hundred percent. So, he, so, so Puba's holding holding up yeah. for listeners. Puba's holding up the Balvenie double with. Well, I'm looking at years. I'm looking at Grinder because he's looking at me. Well, yeah. I mean, the the fascinating thing is this is. I think it's aged similarly with within two two different types of oak, you know, casks, and it's it's a very similar spirit. Um, for double the, the price, for double the price, and probably less the flavor. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm holding up a, a Balvany double wood twelve, yeah. twelve, mm-hmm. and I've been drinking a lot of this. <laughs> there's um, there's no because, you know, better because than the price. I mean, I for but the he price, resents, he resents the implication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for the I mean, can he resent? Can he resent his own implication? I don't think no, he does tonight. I don't think he does. Tonight, no, <laughs> no, but I mean. If we, if you could take a poll right now, pound for pound and dollar for dollar, oh, right no now, price no point wise, you're right, and yeah. everything. I, for me, you're right. Like you're right. I just find myself drinking more and more of this, and Mac, the price of McAllen's gone up to, you, to a point where it's not like I mean, it'll always be the the single malt scotch that's like closest to my heart because it is. Yeah, McAllen twelve, but Alvany man. I, you know, it's hard to deny it. I'm, I'm not going to say I, mean, I love take it. A poll. Well, I, I agree, and, yeah. and that's why even right now, right even, now, like I, I agree with you 100, percent Puba, and even McAllen 12. That's my point. Like I know you're pointing out the price increase. It is unfortunate what McAllen's done with their pricing, but the McAllen 12 cherry is still half the price of what we're drinking, and I would still drink it over this. Can I make a point quick on McAllen pricing on yeah. 12? Yeah, I think they've actually backed off a little bit. They did. They they went a little closer to 80, 80 90 sure did. for a while dur- during yeah. COVID. Right. Not now. Because they were short. And and now I think they're sitting on the shelf and I think they're backing off. And the that's price. why I moved like and that's over the past couple of years. That's why you've gone there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, when it's a twenty dollar cost delta, sure. you're kind of going. Yeah. And 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 this and the double would drink so well. Yeah. I prefer it. I know we've talked about this ad nauseum here on the pod but i mean i prefer the double wood even very similarly to the mccallan with the 12 to this 15 yeah. with price i prefer that to the caribbean cask i prefer the 12 yep, all me day too. yeah yeah you yeah. know to the 14 i like the caribbean in, there. In, but the caribbean I, cask I is actually it's very good it's excellent yes, i'm not it saying it's bad i'm saying i prefer that for especially excellent. when we're having a cigar it's I delicious. prefer the double. Oh yeah, I, the reason I think the we're, we're like all I, I jumping think, on that is we just want to make sure, like the delta between McAllen Twelve Sherry and McAllen Fifteen in terms of like flavor and, and performance it's is huge. huge. Where the Twelve Doublewood and the Fourteen, like the Fourteen's also an outstanding it's bottle excellent. of scotch. It's yeah. very small. The yeah, delta. But, yeah. No, but the price the price for the Caribbean is close to uh, it is 80 it's bucks, like yeah. eighty, 80 something, which yeah, is fair. Bucks. It's still and worth that, it, right? And that's that's that's. And that's a really, really good bottle of scotch, man. Yeah. For, for the dollar, yep. hell yeah. Like it's really good. Yeah. Especially in the especially in the summer. <laughs> I'll tell you, summer, winter, spring, fall. fall. I agree. It's All year, anytime, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny because uh, somebody was asking me in the lounge, "Oh, is that the same bottle you were having a couple of days ago?" I said, "No, no, no." <laughs> right. You said, "Hell no." I've got multiples, multiple multiple bottles staged yeah. in lockers. <laughs> all over all over the place um it is really a nice it's a nice spirit but it, this 15 is is really good but it's not um it, i don't think you it's, always uh, got to take price into the consideration yeah. if this by the way if this was if this was let's say it was 
$87 or $90 or something like that. Can we go further? Let's say it was $70. I still, I still wouldn't, wouldn't drink it, it over Macallan 12 or Balvini 12. And then wood. you have Oban 14. Don't yeah. forget Oban. Yep. It's kind you of, know? Yeah. well, yeah. which is kind of, which in our group has been kind of on the outs. Yeah. No. I don't know why you're saying no, that. I, well, no. we haven't had well, it. Well, we haven't been drinking it. That's the only I don't scotch see I have in, in my locker. locker. That's the only scotch I have in my locker right He's now. He's not wrong. In yours? In mine. That's the only one I have. It's the only one I'm drinking right now. Ah. It's the least full bottle in my on my bar cart. <laughs> wait, wait a second. I thought that... Okay. I, I haven't... The only one that has Maybe, kind of... Okay. I've, I've pushed out that I was drinking a I lot last year. I thought you were year. bearish on... on, on Honestly, no, no, no. We talked about this. So when we did an episode about Oban, we were talking about how it used to be my absolute favorite single malt. Mm-hmm. And then it went through this weird dark period where it was harsh For and two, nothing two like years. I remembered. Two it years. Bam- I thought it was crazy when I thought that. And no. then Bam Valid, he had the exact same experience. It's he legit. said, okay, it's not just me. No. And then the story I had told, uh, it was remarkable. Bam comes over to my place, we're in my lounge, and he brings a bottle of Oban. And normally I'd be very excited about this, given my recent experience with it. I was, I was skeptical. And Bam said, I'm the same way, but let's try it. It was so smooth. Tasty. And tasty. And a little sweet. Little sweet. Mm-hmm. And we, I'm not exaggerating. We killed it. The two of us alone killed the bottle that night in my, in my lounge. Like it was that good. And they're back. They're firm. Oh, that's, they that's good to hear back. because I've kind of, for whatever reason, based on the, what, based on our commentary, actually, I had kind of backed off of, uh, off of that mm. for a while. The, the only one that I've you know you get the of, habits you know how you get the yeah, like habits the only habit I've fallen off of was Talisker I've kind of not been reaching for that as much but for me right now my number one is open and you know the thing is as it gets colder open well, this is better it. because of the slight peatiness yep. and yeah. you know it gives you that and warm, for you know yeah. it goes for like ninety bucks I think yeah. And at that price point, it has a complexity about it that's deserving of the price point. You know, most of the scotches we're talking about. You know, Balvini 12 Doublewood definitely leans on the sweet side. McAllen 12 Sherry leans on the sweet side. It's so balanced and complex. Oban 14, there's like this dryness about it, mm-hmm. this peatiness, a uh, little bit of sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's just, it it's deserves balanced. the price it commands. Yeah, it's beautifully balanced. And as pedestrian as this may be tonight, I'm happy. I really enjoy the pairing. I, I'm liking it a lot. To Bam's point, yeah. with this cigar, I actually tonight, I think it's think working it works great. Well. It works great yeah. tonight. Yeah. I don't love the $150 price point. Right. I no. mean, it's seven times the price of the cigar, but, you know, um, <laughs> I mean, so be it. But, boys, we're about halfway through here on the Partagas Corona, Corona Squartus. It's definitely a Partagas. It's fantastic. And, it, and, it, and it's got a fruit. It's got this fruit note that's in a level of complexity. It's got fruit, floral. It's crazy. And it's also got these baking spices thing going on. It's totally bananas. And I think the thing is delivering the, yeah. on the every fruit, level. The fruit and floral is not a part of his DNA. No. Yes. You know. You're right. Correct. It's you don't go and coffee. No, but you can. No, it's true. But, 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 but aged partigas, because you the mentioned Calabra. this earlier, Rooster, the Culebra. The Culebra. We yes. got those floor notes yeah, that we were floral. shocked yeah. by. Yeah. And right. let's not forget age D fours. That cinnamon. Age D fours. Something pops. Well, that's but that's a cinnamon note. Yes. That's a real baking spice cinnamon note that pops. I've got 2013s, 2014 D4s mm-hmm. that I'm still, you know, You're nipping saying. at. Uh, the, those are more baking <laughs> spice, more cinnamon bombs than than the, this has got. This is really a com- 
I don't know about you guys, but this is a really complex cigar to me. It is. It's doing a lot of different things. This one is of one of the, the best most. cigars I've ever had. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad you really said good. that. I, I'm just going to make the definitive statement now. This is one of the best Cuban cigars I've ever had. Yeah. I felt the Here same, actually. I, I, it's really surprising. Yeah. It's hard to say not. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Grinder, this is really can I have that there. extra cigar back, please? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's interesting I'll, is... I'll throw like, it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sticks... Um, over my whole palate, like my whole tongue feels flavorful. It coats, it coats your mouth. It's, yeah, it coats it's your just, mouth. It's never it's ending, right? The <laughs> I gotta, it's just unbelievable. I got to say, too, I love Partagas. I love this flavor profile in this size, in the Corona. I know we've we've talked about this a lot, how much we love this kind of size cigar, like the Mag 46, for example. Um, but this at 46 by five and a little under a half an inch, I think that this is a perfect delivery vehicle for, for what we're getting right Agreed. now. You know, I love I, it. I'm retrohaling the cigar on every Puba. single yep. draw. It's true. And it get, and it, it's just getting better and better and better. better. It's so it's, good. It's, it's, it's lunacy. It's really, I'm with the, 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 the commentary here. This is really up there with one of the best, Cuban cigars I've ever smoked in my life. I don't know. I find that it's smoking pretty fast. I don't know whether I'm in, you know, I'm smoking faster or the same thing. I don't even know. It's just so good you can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the other thing I wanted to answer, Rooster asked um, what the line, uh, what the the cigar name was on the other sides of the Partagas that was released as the EL. It was the Series D number three EL that was released in 2011. was also a Coronas Gordas. In the same size. The thing that, like, it, despite the draw issues I had, and it's still a little tight, hmm. it's still phenomenal. It's yeah. still like one. It's still the best cigar I've ever had. Yeah, this yeah. is really good. One I'm of the sorry best. that's happening to you because I'm not having any of those. Yeah, issues. no, that's all right. I, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's that good that it's I don't. Still can good. we like, can we make care. a quick comment on Habanos as well? By the way, that they put this sure. beautiful cigar that's aged nine years when it was put out. Now, a 15 year aged cigar. They stuff it in this cardboard dress box. It's a crime. I think it's all it's the Anahatos. We have a box. We have two boxes of D4s here that come in that semi-boy nature box. Yeah. Beautiful presentation. Yeah, yeah. Cedar. What are we doing with these cardboard boxes? It's a crime. It's a crime. It is. I don't understand. Even the ELs. Yes. Yep. Anybody, oh, it drives me crazy. Anybody man. getting a hint of salt? I'm getting just a tiny yeah. bit of delicious little, salt yeah. little here. little twang. Yeah. Do you have your T-shirt on? You got twang T-shirt? Not ben? yet. Not yet. No, I, uh, yeah. I'm getting the boxers, actually. <laughs> Did you, you see? You've already, you've I, already I, ordered 28 pairs. I, I did put a note on the boxers, by the way. So we're talking about the Lounge Wizards merch store, a little plug. Mm. But uh, I put a note on there that Bam Bam ordered 28 pairs to cover a month. And uh, every listener should at least order one if you ordered 28. Yeah, there may not be any left, so get on it. <laughs> the other thing that this gets high marks for the combustion oh, is outstanding yeah smoke output i just say this this is really weird i just feel like lately for whatever reason and just you know life's stressful um i'm going in my tower and i'm not just looking at cigars anymore for flavor i'm i just need combustion smoke yeah. smoke like you really just lose yourself when you just are sitting there with a cigar that's got just mm-hmm. tremendous combustion and a lot of the smaller sticks i have the smaller ring gauges i I don't usually think of as able to provide the level of combustion I'm looking for after a really hard day. And the most satisfying thing about this for me, the flavor is 
absolutely tremendous. Yeah. And but the combustion the yeah. is so significant yeah. that, like Pagoda said, you get lost in the aroma. The aroma is phenomenal. It just yeah. takes it's, your appreciation for it to another level. It's funny. I, you're, I'm getting cherry now. I'm getting fucking cherry. A little maple? <laughs> no joke, dude. Like, this thing is Put it insane. on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. I'm getting, I'm getting cherry. fucking cherry. Is that like a black cherry or a, is that a, no, a fucking cherry? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. As long as it's not Robitussin this, cherry. No. That's Romeo. Yeah. This is lunacy, this, this thing. This is amazing. This is very This nice. is lunacy, now, this listen, cigar. Let's, can I just say, I... I, I Am I, I wrong? Is, there, not, is it fucking lunacy? The last time this I, thing is ridiculously the, good. The last time that we got playful like this on a cigar that shocked us was another part of us on the Calabras episode. Yeah. Shocker. Oh, that was, that another was a, shocker. That was yeah, a yeah, great... That's a different kind of shock. That's that, got to no. be one of the all-time best recordings. That was awesome. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that was awesome. What a great night. You know, we, yeah. I remember I came back... I, did I think I showed up and knocked on the garage door like mid-pod? Because you... That was... <laughs> yeah. That was a great. That was a great. Was great. We was were awesome. not expecting to get those flavors no. out of the. Well, flavor. it was also aged. How long did you age that? I didn't age it. I was just water aged. So, <laughs> somebody, <laughs> oh yeah, somebody uh, else. And aged then, it by the me. way, and then we all somebody loaded. Else of aged. course right. he did. And then we all loaded up. I bought two boxes. Of me like too. 2014, 2015 Calabras. What were they? And, uh, I, they were 2008. I think it was two thousand eight. So here's yeah. what I would say to the listener: the reason why I brought that up is that. The cigar that we're smoking tonight is going to be very challenging to find and very expensive. However, if you have the opportunity to buy some sort of aged Calebra, I do think that it is pretty close as far as the experience um, and and the flavor profile. It's it's definitely they're in the same ballpark. Yeah, I just I think would say any heavily aged part. I would, at this I would point. also say an, uh, if you can get a box of eight nine eights. Oh, yeah, sure. I don't know news. what you're talking about. Yeah, Please but don't that's spread a, the that's news. A, that's a, that's let's a go much, from the unattainable let's, let's to the impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but let's also call a timeout, too, because... Um, Pull your pants up, guys. But, but Because uh, even a heavily aged 898, like from, let's say, the mid-2000s, right? Which, right. What about yeah, O2s? O2s, right? <laughs> even that. That's still a... By the way, that's, that's a... Full strength cigar. It still has power. It's got power. Yeah. Now, it it's got more nicotine. It has more Lajero primings in it than this than the, than this cigar certainly does. Th- that's Lajero heavy kind of eight nine eight kind of even with the age. It's it brings a different experience, a much different experience. This cigar, it, it, and I'm not trying to compare the two. Please is, don't. It, no, please do. I like where you're going. <laughs> well, because the eight nine eight is is a is a it's a punch is a face. motherfucker. Yeah. It's a fucking yeah. ass kicker, but in for, a great for, way. For Just the so the listeners, for yeah, the, listeners. The, the listeners can't see you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what? what could like, be clinching my a, fist? It looks, like, a, looks it's like X-rated. It's what makes the X. It makes the eight nine eight the eight nine eight. It looks like you're about to. It's 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 a really it's a it's a full experience. Tell us what he's doing. Hold on. It's a little X-rated. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. You know no, what's no. funny? I had the same thought. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to interrupt you for no, real. No, no, no. Where this where this where this cigar um actually it, it just delivers a way way almost please just say it. there's one op- word I'm looking for. Polar, almost an opposite experience. Correct. I just think the 898 delivers more power and strength and it's definitely fuller. Even with a ton of age on it than this cigar. Now this cigar brings 
fruit floral and just something that's a little bit of the departure from a traditional partigas that I know, uh, which is pleasing, interesting, and 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 very very cool. And it's one of the better Cuban cigars I've ever had. So, what is the so word the, that you're calling? The word it? I was hoping you were going to say, and and I actually love that you compared this to an eight nine eight because I think everyone in this room regards the partigas eight nine eight as one of the best Cubans. Period. The thing about this cigar, I have to give it credit, and I love the eight nine eight. I'm obsessed with that cigar. This is much more complex to me. Complex is the oh. word I was looking for. Oh yeah, can I was going to say, say elegant. That? I mean, you can go there too. That that I I don't disagree. But that's where for me, I never imagined in my wildest dreams that I was going to light this cigar and say this is so much more complex than an eight nine eight. A cigar I regard as one of the best Cubans, and I would honestly, I have to put this right up there with it because. The 898, like Puba said, it more delivers strength. It's more straightforward. Um, yeah. I love the like chocolate notes that chocolate you get out of it that you don't necessarily get here. But the complexity, I will never pull as many flavor notes out of an 898 as we already, just not even finishing this, just maybe a little more than halfway through, have pulled out. It's unbelievable. I couldn't agree more. Well said. I, it's 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 there's a level of complexity that's going on here with this that's that's different and it's, special it's and, off the charts off the charts. and you know what let's let's talk about this for a second so we talk about and we've paid all of us have paid bonko bucks for cigars el's regionals all this other shit age or whatever it may be just rooster just rooster <laughs> i didn't want to say anything but no, seriously, look at all, all the money that we spent on cigar. We spent 20, 25 bucks on the cigar. Look at the experience that we're having with just an aged, uh, not even regular production, kind of a limited production, but just kind of out of the norm part of a cigar. Worth every dollar. It's, it's incredible. And this is why I think this is a perfect example of why this hobby is so intriguing to me and us is because we have these moments of like euphoria, these experiences with these cigars that... I could have never expected. Honestly, I was coming in this recording tonight and this sit with you guys. I was coming into this expecting that we were going to be disappointed. I'll be dead serious. I was ready to be disappointed, and I'm shocked that it's performing the way it is. You for know, the, the things that you read videos. online, it kind of throws you off. Of course. And there's a lot of, there's some negativity about this cigar online. Yeah, there's a, and there's a whole negativity about Anahato's period. Yeah. Do yeah. you have any other boxes we might be disappointed in? <laughs> I have a couple coming. I, I mean, I would just say, I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's negativity about this specific I cigar. actually haven't seen much about this at all. Uh, at all. I mean, this is kind of a, li- look, look, this is a little bit of a unicorn, okay? I mean. And a hidden gem. And, 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 and yeah. this hidden yeah. kind of thing. And, uh we're thankful for even just getting access to it um yes thank you oh yeah absolutely i mean i say hidden gem because honestly i'm a firm i've said this before i don't think any cigar is worth paying more than 30 dollars for i really don't truly believe that i would pay 40 dollars for this cigar Bruce, do you see him looking at you and I? I would. Yeah, I am. I'm looking at two guys <laughs> in the room. I, I, I mean, the truly, fuck is it talking about? <laughs> I mean, I truly would. It's that good. It's that good, which I would say about so few cigars. Sure. Sure. You would pay 40 bucks for a Classico. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I don't know that's that, why that's yeah. one. I mean, I can count on one hand the number. I don't know if there's a limit to what I would pay for a Classico. I would pay 40 bucks for an LGC MDO number two. Yeah. Yep. Aged. Yep. I would yes, pay 40 bucks for an 898 with some age. I'd pay forty bucks for a D four with a lot of age, right? And that's five, one yeah. hand. 
That's it. I, I probably just got, yeah, just got, I, yeah, and I, I, I mean, I just got started. Yeah, I got a whole list. Well, I know you have a whole list for me. <laughs> and I, for the I, normal I, I bought. I, and I, the funny thing is, I bought Classicos on the group for way under forty bucks a cigar, and yeah, got, that's because and, and, and got a little flack for it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you paid 12, it was like right? these I heard people you, don't even know. I heard you overpaid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They like I overpaid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Smoke one, guy. Crazy. Smoke one of those. And, yeah, Puba had a little run in on our on the group about uh, overpaying for a box of classicos from which some is, jabroni. I don't. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a while. Some fucking meatball grinder. Has your uh, cigar opened up on draw, or are you still experiencing tightness? No, it opened up. I, I think it has. He's almost third. done. So what's interesting though is I'm wondering though if the if the tight draw is affecting how far along you are in the yeah, cigar, I mean, he, like he pulling on it harder. Half the tobacco is taken out. Well, he's moving along. <laughs> it's going to go fast. <laughs> it's, it's it's smoking great. That's I think, awesome. I think the cherry flavor just got pulled. Is it? I got a little cherry. I got no, a no, no. I'm just cherry. saying is through the draw. Yeah, I guess you the sweetness is. Just kind of. I'm kind of zoning in. This, you can yeah, put it's amazing. This, this thing. It goes through your nose like you wouldn't believe, even into the last third. And it's really good. I mean, I'm not trying to ruminate too much over this 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 cigar, but boy, I want to see. Listen, this. Mm, might if you're not my, trying to ruminate, yeah, please, I want to see what you're doing when you're ruminating. ruminate. More. No, <laughs> Am I, I mean, dude, let's see how far he takes bring it, down. it. How far are you taking that cigar down tonight? I want to see. It's going to the nub. I, I think. hope so. I could smoke this like once a week. Oh, easy right? yeah. if you can get them. I smoke this every day. <laughs> Listen, Rusa, I can see you smoking this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> so, uh, boys, I got to tell you a little story. So you can hear the paper rustling. I got a little love letter in the mail. You got served. Yeah, you did. From the United States Customs and Border Protection Organization. The uh, first letter I've ever gotten in all of the importing I've done over the years. A notice of seizure uh, and information to claim its non-coffer form where they listed that they found a box that was apparently coming to me. I don't know what they're talking about of 50 small Cuban cigars and three other small Cuban cigars with a value of $660. Got the wrong person. <laughs> That's what I said. Clearly. I That's mean, what I you said. You must have read that and said, my name's Gizmo. Who uh, the hell is this I mean, guy? What, what, I don't know who they're addressing this to, but all of a sudden, then, a, a Rascab and uh, three Cuban Robustos, uh, or Cohiba Robustos, didn't show up in my mail. So, so you um, get refunded for that? Yeah, so you know when you work with a retailer, you got to make sure that their shipping's guaranteed. This happens from time to time, um, which is why I'm obviously bringing it up in, um, in jest. But um, you know, it's unfortunate. This is the first time I've ever had a box get popped. So I wanted to ask: Has anybody else in the room had an issue with? Uh, happened happened to me. It did. So you get a letter in the mail, and then you just ignore it. You know, you can't respond. Yeah, right. So this happened a number of years back. It was probably like ten years back, and I, you know, I had no clue like what to do. So I asked one of the attorneys. This was out of a previous lounge. So he said, just don't respond. And I think it was from Cigars of Habanos or, or Cigar Terminal. And uh, Ravi actually messaged me, so Cigars of Habanos, and he said, just don't respond, and we'll just ship out another one. So it's, he said it's rare, but it happens once in a what, while. What are they doing with the with that? They smoke like, them. Well, I can they tell smoke you. Them, I think they take them home. So I can guarantee Fuck these people. Man. I know friends that have friends that work in the customs department. Employees, they do take them home and they fucking smoke them. Of course they do. And they sell them. 
So I think in retirement, all of us are going to become customs happens. agents. <laughs> I'm going to work at JFK. I'm going to work at JFK. Have you ever had a pod? No. Yeah, have you these ever these these smoked? No. Was this that there was this out of JFK? Yeah, did, it was. It came in the JFK. Really? You know what? And you know what's but, crazy about it? You know what's the, crazy but about the, but, the, but these were. But these came through the Pacific, right? They came from. They came from. That's where you're yes, going to get nailed. Yeah, I don't want to nail. I, I don't yeah. want to name right. because the percentage right. is so low where right. it's coming from. Right. Right. Um, actually, the worst the worst port right now in the country that uh, border you know CBP is is coming in as actually Miami is worse is worse the worst right now. That's right. Southeast US right now is, is having a hell of a time. A lot of guys have gotten popped on 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 imports. So you should know. we really be talking about this? I mean listen, what are what are we I mean, gonna do? What change, if there's right? a customs guy actually a listener of the pod? I'm sure I there is. Tell I, him I want my rash cap back. I mean, yeah. Tell, yeah. Him, tell him to focus was, tell him to focus on fentanyl. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you. exactly focus on fentanyl I mean, and I fake rollers. Jesus Alexis. Christ, I mean if you know, for, for crying out yeah. loud, for crying out loud, people are dying. Go after the, the, the that really, that really bothers me. I'm sorry. Of course. It's, it's very frustrating. That's so fucking annoying to me that it's there's awful. this, I could go on. I, was, I won't go. No, I, I'm ready to put a defund the CBP shirt on our merch store because like. <laughs> defund the government. Defund CBP. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a defund the IRS that I have seen on my Instagram. That Can I we defund everything? <laughs> But, you know, it, what's interesting about it is, you know, I guess the whole point is that you restrict transactions to Cuba or, or, you know, they're on the do not, you know, do not import list embargo and whatnot. But all it does is create more. Every box they take just creates another transaction that you're going to replace that box with something like it's illogical and it's stupid. And here we are. Yep. However many years later, still dealing yeah, with this bullshit. You know, listen, these, these, these are these are law enforcement people who 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 are Mo, mo, you know, mostly good people who are just kind of doing their jobs. And well, when we come, assume it, we oh. assume they're good, people. but they're well, taking mo, well, home. They're mo, listen, they're, they're mo, taking do home. Do you contraband. consider the CBP <laughs> law enforcement? <laughs> Here we go. I don't have an opinion on it. I was only making a Trump joke. Some <laughs> I assume are good people. That was all oh. I was going for. I was not ready to get instigator. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I actually don't really know much about it. I know one. Uh, CBP guy, who's a good guy. I know one guy. Look, here's, here's, I, what I, 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 here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. I would just say that I, I, all I was. I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know I, I enough just, about it. I was just the only point I was trying to make was that most of these people have a job to do, and 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 if something pops up on a scan, you know, or whatever, or on an X-ray, and they're obligated to open it, and, and it's random you know that that happens and then you know they don't want to lose their job they got they see something and they open they have to open these things they open it and you know the box yeah. gets picked off and i just they, think I, it's I think, part of the I, I, process and then, they, then they take it home yeah yeah i look, don't know I, I, we don't know that we know how that. much that no it happens look i don't doubt that but let, let's just i think uh, something puba said which is fair i don't know anyone that works in customs and border patrol and i certainly don't want to because then i would probably wouldn't receive anything i order but <laughs> just to, to puba's point like they're doing their job in the sense that this is a product of really stupid policy. Absolutely. This is not about like any agents or Customs and Border Patrol. We had a situation where we have tried to isolate Cuba for God knows how long, thinking that was going to change Cuba, and it obviously has not. And then finally, we had a president who just said, well, if it this we do the same thing over and over and it doesn't work, maybe we should just try something else. And obviously, Obama just opened it up 
which I wish we would have just kept. I mean, we yeah. could just order shit freely, and it wasn't we, literally Customs and Border Patrol was not ordered to fucking search through cigar boxes. Who cares? Just let them come in. They're going to come in anyway. And then we obviously reverted back to the same bullshit policy. I would love to see. This is not meant to be a political statement. I don't care who's the fucking president. This is silly. It obviously hasn't 100%. worked. Just open it up and let people live the way they want to live. And we're talking about, listen, we're talking yes, about- Yes, sir, when are you running for some kind of office? I'm just glad we live in Bozeman, Montana. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, I don't know what, are they, I, I mean, is it, I just don't know, are they bad, like, yeah. what the problem- they are. I, I, they're bad people. I mean, oh, I thought you were. No, say, no, I'm saying they're just following the policy. Like that's my point. It, like this is a it's government a policy issue. problem. That's it's not a people like, problem. Under Obama, they were told not to do this, and then we reverted reverted back to the same policy, and they were told you must stop anything coming from Cuba, any Cuban product, even if it comes from Europe, Asia, doesn't matter. And I'm just saying, like this is bullshit. We should just let it be. Just open it. Well, yeah. no, what, what I'm, I mean, what I'm, my in my mind, I'm just thinking they should be there. Aren't shouldn't they be focused on fentanyl? Yes. Yes. Exactly. And not this bullshit. That, we're saying the same thing. They should. I here's mean, my thing. We're, no. talk, we're talking about a premium handmade product that has no additives, no bullshit in it, is, is, is built for relaxation. That's the entire purpose of what we do here. And the idea that it's a problem it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, I you just know, it's, I it's just absurd. I just don't know what the, I just don't think. They should I, be focused on fentanyl. Right. And the, and like counterfeit goods. Yeah, we're exactly. happy to import a bunch mostly, of counterfeit right? shit from I mean, China. Right, but right, I'll tell you this, my, Monof my Monofortuna but, but I mean, fake I, box I, of Coros made it. I, I, no, but I feel like, I feel like that a lot of what they do is, is picking up counterfeit through the airports is picking up counterfeit Gucci, counterfeit. <laughs> I think they don't do a lot they of that. They don't do a lot of that. I mean, no. they're sold they, on the street corners of Manhattan those, everywhere. Of course they're coming. Come, no, those come in containers. Those come in massive containers from China. Oh no, they they come in they come in all, all over. shapes. Yeah, of, all, yeah. But that's my point. The policy is stupid. I'm I'm saying forget the the random agent. It's not their fault. No. Even though of course none of us like when they snag a box like they did with Gizmo. But the point is, the policy doesn't make any sense where we have counterfeit goods coming in, we have drugs coming in, and we're worrying about a fucking cigar box that's coming from Cuba. So it's stupid. silly. Yeah, silly. So stupid. And give, give the CBP guys, like, every single one of them a, a black light so they can check the seal. Yes, if they, yeah. So if the yeah. seal is good, let it come through. That's right. It's not good. <laughs> Keep the fucking thing. <laughs> All right, boys, we're coming to the last third here of the Partagas Coronas Gorda Anahatos. What are you guys thinking? That's awful. I'll smoke the rest of yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm completely blown away. Yeah, blown it's been away. a. It, I think it's you know as it, in Puba always says three act play. I think in a really really complimentary way, it's continued to develop from the first light to where it is now. I think it's really just continued there, to. There is to a grow. little bit of a similarity between the Upman Anehado and the Partagas Anehado. A little Anahado. bit. I said a that earlier. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. A bit. I don't know what that is, but. I don't dessert, know if it's the baking spice. I think the dessert. Yeah, dessert -like that, that's flavor. accurate. I think. Yeah, a little. I, I don't think. I, I, I think. Not yeah, much. it's a touch. I don't think it's. A, it's. I, it, I don't think it's a close cousin, but I think the age of just Cuban tobacco. I mean, it, it just kind of bakes these things and and there's, chills them out, and the and the I flavors mean, are just. There's so like a superb. little. There's like a little vanilla. There's a little. 
There's a little spice. A little maple. A little, I'm getting everything. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what's going on. I don't remember the upman anejado being like a full. No, you know, no, it, not it nearly was, as full, and it's not yeah. as complex as this. No, so I, I just want to say, I'm so I've smoked. I, I, I am certain I smoked more upman anejados than anybody in this room. That cigar in the last well, third. There, well, I knew he was. I knew he was going to jump in at you. How many boxes of this have you bought? Three. Okay, then we have the same amount. Either way, point being, the last third of that cigar gets like this, fuller. The last third of this cigar, I mentioned how early on this was medium full. Yeah. The last yeah. third gets full. Yeah, it's full now. Which I really like. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. same exact thing happens with the Upman Anahados. That last mm-hmm. third, and I would actually argue the Upman Anahados in the final third delivers even a little bit more power than it does. this cigar does. It does. I think so, too. Yeah. So I haven't had that in a while. I mean... Oh, we should I do that to go back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. We should do the Anahata soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe up, it's it's. Since you guys have three boxes. They've got dark wrappers. I mean, that cigar. Yeah. It's just a beautiful cigar. Yeah. So, boys, I got a uh, we got a listener email from a guy named Jeff, uh, who I guess we had talked about St. Dupont lighters or lighters in the past on the pod, and bought an St. Dupont lighter, filled it up, worked great, and all of a sudden, the juice runs out. He goes to fill it again. And he can't get the thing to fire. Do you know which what what kind of lighter it was? I think it was very similar. It was the but- it was the jet like that we jet. have. Okay. It was very similar to the one that the we have. Jet. The maxi jet. The maxi jet. Yeah. Maxi. So, um, I very quickly just responded and said, "Hey, you know, you got to take a a perfect draw or the end of a, a, a corkscrew or something and get the air out of it. You know, bleed it." And I sent that email back. I said, "Bleed it and fill it. You'll hear the air coming out. Fill it up." They said the thing worked great. So good good tip for listeners. I mean, I've seen guys here at our lounge um, do the same thing where they don't bleed the the lighter before you try to refill it with butane. But really important thing is to make sure you get that air out of it before you try to put new butane in it. I mean, you guys all do that, right? I'm yeah, sure you can use a golf tee. You can use a anything, perfect a nail. draw. You use a, a nail. nail. Yeah, anything. Yeah. You can use He's a pencil. A, yeah, pencil? anything. Yeah, yeah a uh, the The... Uh, Mechanical pencils that my kids have for school, sometimes I'll use that to bleed it. But you have to bleed the lighter before you refill it, especially a high-end lighter like that. Yeah, well, and even more importantly, the cheap lighters that, I I mean, I don't have a high-end lighter because I lose everything. So (laughs) I just use these Vertigo lighters. Don't I know it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Rooster gave me a nice cutter and I lost it in a day uh in a day so, yeah. in a day and yeah, i lost it in a day what kind of lighter was that it wasn't lighter it was a cutter it's a cutter oh it's a xeno it's a xeno oh nice cutter. Oh, that is i'm nice sure thing. it's somewhere it's I'm sure you'll yeah, find sure it when you're not yeah, looking in the yeah. laundry in the, in the washing machine out in the street <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's in the pool it's all good so I'm boys sorry. we're coming to the end of our uh 15 year pairing tonight what are you guys thinking of McAllen? What do you think of the cigar? Like, what what kind of thoughts do you uh, you have on this before we do the uh, the liquor rating? Like I said earlier, for what it is tonight, it's I think both are working. I I have a slightly different take now. So the cigar, I think we've all said, has picked up in flavor, um, and now the McAllen for me has just fallen so flat in comparison to this. It's because you put ice in it. I assure you, my opinion. I mean, this is this is their double cask. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. If you even look at the, well, I guess that looks close, but I still think the sherry 
bottles that they produce. It's a darker spirit. Oh, it's much better. Yeah. There's and, no argument. Um, I just think there's a richer, deeper flavor that sure. holds up better to the second sure, half sure. of this stick where Can't I think argue. now that it's developed a fuller flavor, mm -hmm. the scotch doesn't have as full of a flavor to hold up with. I think I'm just enveloped in the flavor right now. I, to me, the McAllen 15, especially that price point, I mean, it'll, it'll reflect in my rating, but oh, me too. it's just not, yeah. it's not doing what it should be doing. I mean, I'm curious, other guys, you know, uh, Pagoda, Grinder, uh, what do Sold. you think? Sold. On the scotch? Yeah, on the scotch. All right. You really? like it? No, I don't like it. Sold meaning you don't want it. Oh, you want to sell it? I thought yeah. you were saying you were sold on it. <laughs> no, 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 no. This must so be confused. a British thing or something. Like, no, no, <laughs> no. That no, you know, it's, like it's for sale. No, when you trade, when you when you trade, you say, "Hey, listen, you you either you bid for it or you sell it, right?" So it's like sold. It's something I'd rather somebody have. Somebody else be enjoying it. So you're you dumping know? your McCown 15 Yeah, if style. he was in the commodities pit, he'd yeah. be waving so commodities. Yeah. <laughs> take it, take it. It's all yours. You're it's not. All yours. You're not done on that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it doesn't do much for me. Are you guys ready to do the uh, formal liquor rating on this thing? Yeah. All right. Bam, bam, you're up. I'll go seven. Okay. I'll go six. Six from Grinder. Pagoda? Six. Six. Senator. Wow. I thought I'm usually harsh. That's brutal. This is pretty harsh. <laughs> no, but you've got to win the price, the that's flavor, fair. the taste. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That's All true. right. This is hard. And the fact that it's not easily available. <laughs> All right, now I'm sold. What's, what's sold. pushed me over the edge? <laughs> yeah. What's pushed me over the edge is the fact that I personally think this needs ice at 15 years. And 150 bucks? 150 dollars. It's a six. I would have given this a seven if it at least was smooth enough to drink without ice. I think I'm, I think I'm, I was sold when I went to four different liquor stores to find this fucking bottle. <laughs> For 150 bucks. I was, I was walking gonna, out of the bottle king. Yeah, I think I, this I, better be fucking good. I mean, I'm not gonna give it a six. I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm, I'm gonna give it a seven, seven too. I mean, I, I'm I mean, a seven all day for sure. I can't give it a six. It's a seven for me. So the uh formal liquor rating on this thing, boys, is a six point five. Mm. <sighs> Pretty average. Not good, McAllen. Average score. No, I think Below we're gonna average. save listeners some money. Look, if you're yeah. if you're obsessed with McAllen. You have to try it. There, there's no way around that. Um, would I drink this if someone yeah. opened this up? Of course I would. But is it something I'm ever going to pursue? Are there, I, I mean, on it, I'm just thinking of even very excessively priced 12 years single malts that yeah. I would still reach for over this. It just doesn't hold a candle. Well, like a million things under $150. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Including like Green Spot, Red Breast, Irish whiskeys, like all, there's all a of lot it. of different things that you could yeah. you could you could sub in that are just really so much better. The fact totally that you can right. get two and a half uh, bottles of the Belvini double wood. That's <laughs> yeah. true. All right, boys, we're coming to the end here of our Corona. My fingers are burning. Uh, Corona Scordas from Partagas, the Anahatos. Any final thoughts before we uh, do the uh, formal rating on this simply, thing? Simply an incredible cigar. It's very so surprising, but excellent. Beginning to the end, very satisfying. I've really appreciated, again, how it, it really, even from the first light, which blew me away, to the first third, all the way to the end here, it's really developed um, yeah, and, and, and changed, and it's been interesting the whole time. But what's cool is it, it does build in strength, but those notes that we got early on continue to carry through. They just become yeah. more pronounced. Yep. Quite delicious. I, I have a slightly different okay. take on the last bit of this. Mm -hmm. 
because um, I'm I'm starting to think of how I'm going to rate this cigar, and I'm just debating between a nine and a ten. the The only thing that I the only complaint I mean, we're splitting here is because I think this is clearly going to score very high, but it's important we do that. The last fourth of this for me, it's picked up in strength, which I like, but I have lost the complexity of flavor and the that floral. I had in the first three quarters of this cigar. I'm getting just a couple of notes at most at this point. It is no longer complex at this point. And wow. so that's going to definitely wow. be the decisive factor for me between a nine or a 10. I and, think, I definitely I think totally as agree. it heated up, I, I think as it heated up, I don't think that you're wrong. But it's still very enjoyable. Oh, I it is. I'm not yeah. saying it's very bad. Enjoyable. Yeah. Just, so, just so we're clear, I, I don't want saying. to mislead the listener. This is deciding for me between a nine and a ten. And if this could have held all the way through that complexity, it's a ten every day of the week. But because the final fourth of this, I mean, truly, I'm not getting more than two notes out of this right now. What are you getting? That's just, what's a nine. Curious what you're getting right now. I mean, not a whole lot. Like that's what's a little really? problematic for me. I yeah, could. It's totally lost the floral, the, the you know the yeah, spices. But it's I totally lost it. For I think me. what's ramped up is that yeah. vanilla, that maple. I'm getting a lot of that still, with the intensity of the tobacco. I, I'm happy to yeah, a lot it of right tobacco now. intensity and not much yeah. flavor, yeah. not much of the I, flavors I, we got. I'm not going to judge it at this. At it's at the end. Like we're very much at the end. We are. That's true. So. Again, I'm, I'm talking nine or a ten. I'm not saying yeah. this is a bad <laughs> cigar. I just hope we're clear. It is, still, <laughs> it is still one of the best cigars yes. I've smoked. Yeah. yeah, I mean. All right, you guys ready to do the uh, formal lizard rating on this thing? All right, Roosty, you're up. Yeah, so, I mean, 90% of the cigar is fantastic, right? I mean, just to the very end, I agree with Senator about the about the notes. Kind of diminished a little bit. Uh, but I'm to me, I mean, for what we paid, I mean, if you paid twenty bucks for this, this Tw- is a home run. Twenty-two, yeah, even, like even at even at forty dollars a stick, uh, with this much age on it, uh, to me, it's a ten. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Puba, for me, uh, for me, uh, in the context of all the Cuban cigars that that, that we've smoked, um, aged Cubans, uh, this is really, this is this is this is a real standout. To me, um, uh, I've I've got to give it a ten because it's it was that good for me. It was really that good for me. Uh, it, it was different. It was differentiated uh, and, and and very 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 complex. One of the more complex Cubans I've ever smoked. So I'm giving it a ten. It's a ten. It's, it's a, a ten. ten. <laughs> so I am going to break protocol. So far, I'm going to go with a nine on this, and I'll explain why. Senator, I am also at a nine, and it kind of pains me to give it that because um, the first three quarters of this cigar, and I think Puba was saying a lot of this. That's still a very elite score. I, I don't, hang on. Okay. So this isn't even just one of the more complex Cubans. This is one of the most complex Cubans I've ever had. The first three quarters of this cigar were a 10 all the way. I mean, I was sitting here smoking this saying this is one of the greatest cigars I've ever had in my life, period. Never imagined I'd say this about this Anahados. Um, the only reason I just have to give it a nine is because if I'm going to, you know, a 10 for me is that's a cigar I'm going to pick up in every single time. All the way through, it's just going to completely blow my mind. And the last quarter, not the last third, just the last quarter, 
I mean, if I smoke a $15 Exclusivo down to the nub like I'm at right now, the flavor is still exactly like the other three quarters of that cigar. And with this, it just started to fade and and get very monotone at the, the very end. So for me, it's a nine, but three quarters of it was a 10. Yep. You know, another five years of age, you'll get to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, Sonny, please. Say that again. I said, oh, please, Rooster. <laughs> Pagoda. Yeah, this is a tough one because um, I've been thinking about this. It's been a 10 throughout, by the way. I never felt so giddy, and I think we all were giddy with this. Uh, we were happy. They were, everyone was smiling. There was happiness. And you can uh, see the you know, the, the buoyancy and the vibrancy within the group uh, when we were smoking the cigar. Um, towards the end, it's still a good smoke. I, you know, I'm generally very harsh on Cubans anyway, but in this case, I'll give it a 10. All right. Oh, wow. All right, wow. grinder. Because I, I will, I will definitely seek this out. I My will. Seek well, this good out. luck finding awesome. it. I will too. At a nine, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I was going to be at nine. I was like, oh, it was. But it, the happiness and the giddiness you feel when you smoke a great cigar, you know, you just feel really good about it. So yeah. it's like, oh, grinder. You know, I think, um, I think Gizmo, this. I don't think the perfect draw did enough. I think I'm going to have to open up this other cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling it was coming. <laughs> um, it's a 10. All right. Bam, bam. 10. All right. Wow. Well, boys, the formal lizard rating on this cigar is a 9.7. So I'll tell you why I gave it a 9. And the reason why is for... Very similar to what Senator said. The first three quarters were really superb. The last quarter, fine. But uh, compared to the the Lub 14 Upman 2 that we did, the Classicos, some of the other experiences that I've had on the podcast where I gave it a 10, it was just slightly below those. I would say it's in the maybe in the top five or top ten of Cuban cigars I've ever smoked, but it's it's not um, it's not in the top tier where I'd give it a 10. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because, yeah, the 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 last uh, third it just kind of dies. Yeah, meaning in, in terms of the overall intensity of flavors. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, for me, the flavor just continued, and it's really intense. I'm down to the last half inch. You know, it's just quite delicious. I, I enjoyed the flavor throughout as well. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that kind of letdown. No, you guys not had. at all. Not at all. Um, I disagree. Yeah. All right, boys, a 6.5 for the 15-year-aged McAllen tonight and a 9.7 for the Partagas Coronas Gordas Anahados from 2007. Absolutely a surprise. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it. It's awesome. A uh, Could have been a better pairing, unfortunately. McAllen could have brought the heat a little bit better for a $150 bottle, but one tenant holds. Partagas can do no wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh Awesome night, guys. So thank you to uh, thank you to O, our uh, friend in California, for hooking us up with these cigars. Thanks to Grinder for grabbing, uh, running around, grabbing this McAllen 15 for us tonight. And of course, thank you to uh, our host here, 1086 Cigars in Hawthorne, New Jersey, for letting us record every week. We're very appreciative. And uh, awesome, guys. We'll see you next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizards, P-O-D, 
www.thepodcastpod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.